Good morning and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy. It's time to be inspired and empowered through stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. Just a quick reminder about my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles is available now to order. Now let's hear about my guests. We first meet Academy Award and Golden Globe nominee, Eric Roberts, his wife, casting director and actress, Eliza Roberts, and award-winning actress, writer, and producer, Summer Moore. They will share with us about the hilarious web series, Pandemic Pillow Talk, created by women during the pandemic, all about online dating. It is so funny. And Eric Roberts shared some really good advice on recovery when life gets hard. I then have an intimate conversation with Matt Mauser, the lead singer of the rock band Tawana Dogs. Matt's wife, Christina, was Kobe Bryant's assistant coach on Team Mamba, the young girls basketball team that Gianna Bryant played on. On January 26, 2020, Christina lost her life in a horrific helicopter crash, along with Kobe Bryant, the famous Lakers superstar, his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, and five other people. We hear his story of tragedy, how he has dealt with his grief, and is now creating a new life for himself and his three children. Now let's meet my incredibly impactful guests and learn to live a life of happiness through their stories. I'm so excited about my next guest. I will be speaking with Eric Roberts, Eliza Roberts, and producer Summer Moore of this incredible new web series, Pandemic Pillow Talk. So great to have you guys on. Yeah, it's good to be here. Excited to be on. Oh my gosh. So we needed some humor during this time. So how was this hilarious web series created? Who was the brainchild here? Um, I wrote it. It's uh, based on a short film that I did that was in the festival circuit called As in Kevin about online dating and that took that character that was online dating in the real world and put her in the pandemic of actual online online dating through zoom so yeah um that's how it came about (laughs) yeah you know another thing about this that is so awesome is that during the pandemic right you couldn't get together you couldn't um couldn't work together but you guys made the most of it so How did you guys decide to do this? Um, It was really out of uh, what could we do because everybody was in quarantine and in pods and how could we do something that could keep everybody safe that we wouldn't have to be doing. There wasn't all the COVID tests and that we didn't have all the protocol set yet. There wasn't vaccines Mm -hmm. like so um, it was actually one of our team members pitched to me, hey, could we do something about dating? And I said, "Ooh, let's do this spinoff. And then. I wrote nine episodes with us in locked off shots so that we were completely, there's two episodes where people are moving around, but for the most part, everybody is just in one stationary spot. And so I had to make the characters really lively so that you were engaged, wanting to watch instead of just uh, watching a Zoom webinar, like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. (laughs) And then all (laughs) that we do all the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then all the cast had to do their own cameras, lights, sounds, makeup, hair, wardrobe, everything. So no crew mm-hmm. was going into apartments or homes and the gear was just dropped off and they were just had to do yeah. it all. I didn't realize I made I made a lot of movies. I played a lot of characters, been on a lot of sets. 
And I didn't realize I know how to mic myself, but that's it. So mm. I would mic myself and uh, it, it, everybody else would do everything else. And uh, it was it was really fun. It was like a guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah, you learn how much you can do, right? Yeah. So I really want to show a clip now. It's just I love that. I love this series. So let's take a look. Online dating is pretty whacked, especially during COVID. Allow me to break it down for you, my friend. I get matched up with my suitors and they win me over with their chivalry. All right. Well, I'm convinced you can come move in. Bonjour, Mackenzie. I forgot to mention he's French. Ooh la la. You seem normal. You too. What's wrong with you? You'll just have to wait and see, won't you? It, I mean, guys, it's so funny. And, and, and I mean, that's what we need. And you guys work so well together. Thank you. Thank you. I was very blessed to have them. They were great parents for me. So (laughs) let's talk a little bit about your roles, uh, Eliza and Eric. All right. So I know that I was that summer, you know, there there was some influence from her own real mom (laughs) and I wanted to honor that. And we did the Southern thing. What, why did we do the Southern thing again? Because I was the the characters, but my mom, my parents are Southern. So yeah. That was really fun because if you can jump into an accent, a whole other thing emerges from you. You don't even know where. It comes yeah. And then it was so well written. So it was so easy to do that whole thing. And her frustration. I mean, I have two grown kids. One of them has kids and they're still like adolescents. They're constantly totally annoyed with me. So it was just like a day in the life. It was just yeah. really a lot of fun. Um, she means well and she misunderstands everything. It was just a blast. I loved it. I love doing comedy with Eric because it's not what he's known for. And he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that speaks for me. Yeah. So Eric, you were talking to, to one of her dates and uh, as the dad and making sure that he was going to treat your daughter right. So, <laughs> so how was it playing that role? Well, it, it was, it was, it was fun and it was silly because I have never given advice to anybody except her when it comes to the kids. I don't, I don't, I don't ever say anything to the kids about advice or what I know or what I don't do that, but I do it to her. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Oh my God. But he did in this character. The part I loved the most was him bonding with the guy because that really happens. Suddenly, <laughs> wait, are you dating my dad? Or, or right? She knows that because all of her exes, she she's become your know, friends with their new girlfriends. She always does that. Well, and also all my yeah. kids' girlfriends. Yeah, I I maintain yeah. a relationship with to the point where you're kind of confused about whether they're in a relationship <laughs> with the kids or with me. So, but he, I, I totally get that. I well, right now I have a 16 and 18 year old. So, oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about, I mean, you have some really important messages that you're sharing throughout this show. And I, listen, I know online dating, um, I personally am not doing it, but I have friends that are divorced that are going through this. So, you know, can you share with us a few of the messages and experiences? Sure. Um, Yes. Like, well, it was very important in the writing of it. I noticed, like, I'm very much behind empowering women. 
And in the writing of it, I noticed that some of the dialogue that we say, because we're in a man's world, is male orientated. And I mm-hmm. felt it was very important to try to turn it to a female, uh, gen- the female gender in the way that you talk. And it seemed odd to do it. And it was very weird to act that out. But that was something that I said that, that why can't we say things in a female sense? Why does it have to be male? So uh, we got all women directors. We have all woman producers, writer, director, and editors were all women. So there's yeah. that message behind it. One of the things is a little off subject uh, um, off the topic, but, you know, Eric, there's one of the things that you and I share and that's sobriety. And it's really important. It's it, it, especially during uh, the month of May that I want to share maybe a message for someone out there, right. That is, you know, maybe they're in recovery or they're thinking about it. So I just, just a little inspiration. I, I, if you could share some for someone out there, maybe struggling. To risk sounding silly, but honestly not being silly. It's this, when you have a moment of weakness, turn towards your better half and get a kiss. (laughs) It works. I do it all day long and it really works. And she has great lips. So I do it. No, whenever I feel funny i go to her almost like almost like my mom i mm-hmm. I, I, I was never close to my mom so i don't i don't really know that relationship but it's like i go to her as an almost an elder what do i do and, and she and she tells me and i go thank yeah. you but do it yeah. <laughs> it's 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 just uh i like i like make fun of it i say i i, I like always needed a boss and i finally got one i like and uh <laughs> You know what? It's so important that you lean on others and it's really hard to ask for help. So I think that your message is brilliant in that when we ask for help, there is always someone that wants to help us and um, can help us through those hard times. Yeah, well, I I have everything in one package. And you have a a beautiful one right there helping you out. So. So getting back to the series, uh, you guys, it's such a hilarious series. Like, How many episodes are there? And I know that you have a few out there so we can binge watch these. Where can we see them? And what's next? Well, thank you. Eric, yes. Oh, I thought he was nine. Yes, yes. He was. Yes, you got it. (laughs) Uh, You can find all the episodes on pandemicpillowtalk.com. And what's next? Well, we would love for a streamer or a studio to pick it up so that we could do a half hour limited series for a couple seasons of it and get some real life out in the real world, online dating and some bigger budgets and things like that. So that would be the hope on this. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And the series is really awesome. And I wish you so much luck. Thank Thank you you so much. So great to meet. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. After the break, we meet Matt Mauser, the lead singer of rock band Tawana Dogs. He shares about losing his life, Christina, in the helicopter crash that Kobe Bryant also lost his life. Hear his story of tragedy, how he has dealt with his grief, and is now creating a new life for himself and his three children. Author Marcy Hopkins releases her story of recovery in chaos to clarity, seeing the signs and breaking the cycles. Now available on Amazon.
Hi, I'm Marcy Hopkins, the author of Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. Let's learn to live a life of happiness together. I am doing it. I am living proof it's possible. And I want to invite you to do the same. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy. I will now sit down with Matt Mauser, the lead singer of the rock band Tawana Dogs. Matt lost his wife, Christina, in a helicopter crash on January 26, 2020, along with Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and five other people. Thank you, Matt, so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's uh, it's just unbelievable what has happened. And I know your your life was changed in a, in a second. And I'm grateful to have you on to talk about this and, and help other people to work through grief. Mm-hmm. So how, how did this impact you and what was so important for you to do once this happened? Well, you know, obviously it impacted me. You know, my wife was an amazing mother, not only a fantastic coach, but she was an amazing mother, a good teacher. And she was, she was my best friend. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just adored her and uh, we were very happy. So, you know, when you lose somebody like that, it just kind of, it's an instant shock and uh, you, you go into survival mode really. And I, the first thought that I, that I had when it kind of happened was how am I going to take care of my children? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and then life reveals itself and you start to find ways to, to cope while grieving, while helping others grieve. And it just, it's just a, it's a long process, but I found that when the moment it happened, I started thinking about, my initial thought was we're going to, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Mm. And uh, that's kind of, I think that's the natural thing. You start, you start into survival mode. And then the reality of, of it's not going to be okay. Kicks Mm -hmm. in a little bit later, you know, after everything's kind of settled and then you realize just how painful it is. And and it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of from as an observer of your own life, sometimes you feel like you're out of your own body watching this whole thing happen because you just can't believe it's happening to you. No, I can't, I can't even imagine. And you must've woken up every day. Like, was this a nightmare? Yes, very much. so. Yeah. Yeah. So just to, at that time you had been married to your wife about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And you have three children. Uh, what were, how old were they at that time? They were three, uh, nine and 11. Wow. Did you have mm-hmm. anyone that was able to help you? Did you yourself seek help in any way? I did. My wife has a beautiful family and they mm-hmm. stepped in my mother-in-law. And then I have two fantastic, my wife had, we had two nannies that because okay. we were both working full time and, yeah. um, so the nannies would help, you know, when she was coaching at night and during the weekends when I was working. So, and then I just, I had no choice. I had to bring them on full time. So they became, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they were here every day and mm-hmm. that was really, really important to have uh, yeah. a stabilizing figure, you know, kind of helping us out on a daily yeah. basis. And they're still with us. 
Yeah. So they've, they've stepped in kind of as mother figures. They're wonderful. That's wonderful incredible. Ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how was it at that time? I'm sure that there were many that were reaching out to you. I mean, mm-hmm. being that your wife was on the plane with Kobe Bryant, uh, she was assistant coach uh, uh, to one of his teams and his daughter. And so how was that for you? How was that? I mean, was that hard to live through? I mean, I, I, I feel silly like asking the- that because I think life would have been very difficult at that time. But did you have people coming at you a lot that were wanting from you? Uh n- Yes, but not, it wasn't a bad thing. Um, I've been kind of used to having, um, not, not attention, but, you know, my, I've been a singer in a, in a pretty popular little band here. And, and I've, I've kind of, I grew used to it um, mm-hmm. after a few years of having you know, done that. It was on a different level, you know, yeah. with news cameras and interviews and all this stuff. But I found that it was it was a little bit distracting. So the distraction kind of helped mm-hmm. and I, I didn't have to think about my own pain and, and losing her. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think like most men, I think when something happens, you bury yourself in your work and your work is kind of your, it's very right. healing. It's very cathartic, especially if you love what you do. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's what I did. And this, you know, this was part of it. I saw, I saw, you know, I, I had to start planning to really get us to a place where we're going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I just kind of buried myself in that. I know you, you're the lead singer of Tawana Dog. So did you throw yourself in some music? Did you write a song about your wife? I know you were on America's Got Talent. So let's talk Hello. A bit about that. Nice to meet you. So early on, Here's I couldn't bike. do anything. It took about bike. a month before I could even get out of bed. And then uh, it was like two months after that. And if you recall, she died in January. And then we shut down for COVID in March of, of oh my God. 2020. Yeah. yeah. So that was a whole different thing. And I hate even talking about it because it just annoys me. But um, I, uh, I really had no options. I couldn't perform. I mean, I, I wasn't ready to. So performing went out for about a year. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I maybe did a couple little shows, but they were very hard. We did a couple of online Christmas show, you know, online shows with my, with my mm-hmm. guitar player, which got, you know, 80,000 hits. And it was, it was really kind of people. It was, it was good. It was good. It was nice to do. And then yeah. I started writing about six months later and I wrote a few songs that were just, I, I go back and listen to them and they're extremely painful, but they're beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. I wrote one called Lost. I wrote one called New Life Story. I wrote one called When You Wake Up and She's Gone, kind of like in the Sinatra kind of vein. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it, it, it was painful and listening to him, but it's like this sweet kind of pain, you know, it's kind yeah. of this bittersweet. Remembering, right? Like mm-hmm. your emotions. It's, I mean, it's very cathartic in a way, like they say you have something going on and you're going through a painful situation to write or journal. So you were expressing through your music. Correct. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. 
let's talk about America's Got Talent. How was your experience? I actually watched the clip and um, it was very touching. Mm, thank you. Yeah, it was wonderful. I had a great time. It was mm-hmm. long, long days and yeah. I had the kids with me. So that was hard. But when you get up there and, uh, you know, a lot of people ask, were, I, were you nervous? And I just say, no, I wasn't nervous. I've been through a lot, a lot more challenging situations than, you know, getting up mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of judges and singing. It was, uh, I felt it was the right thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, originally, I didn't want to do it. My manager said, you should do it. You should do it. Yeah. And uh, so I did. And I'm glad I did. It opened up a lot of doors. I'm now working mm-hmm. with, uh, through that experience, I'm working with David Foster, who's just a genius. I've been singing with Incredible. him for about five, mm-hmm. five months now. Wow. And just loving every minute of it. And then, uh, you know, the band's had tremendous success. And I have a Sinatra big band that I do. And um, that's been, every show's a sellout. So it's been just, it's been a good experience, you know. That's- I mean, that's incredible. I'm, I'm glad that things are moving forward for you. And while it's different, uh, you are creating happiness and success in your life for yourself and your children. So let's talk about real quick, uh, the Christina Mauser Foundation. Um, I know that you're, you're trying to make a difference there. Yes. No. Uh, well, Christina was a phenomenal athlete. She was a phenomenal teacher. And, you know, Kobe Bryant doesn't just choose anybody to be his assistant coach. Um, What he he saw in Christina, and I knew Kobe very well. I worked with him. I was the songwriter. and I taught his children. I was their Spanish teacher. And uh, hold on, I'm getting something jumping up here. Uh, Hopefully it goes away. And, and, uh, you know, I was helping him coach a little bit. And I, he said, how would you feel about just doing the music? Do you think Christ- Christina would be interested in um, helping me coach? And mm. I said, so I asked her and she said, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and uh, well, big responsibility, right, Matt? It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And he, she saw just how dedicated Kobe was to whatever he did. It was just mm-hmm. very intense. And he, this was his main thrust. And so Christina had those qualities. She was disciplined. She was hardworking. She was charming. She was funny. She was beautiful. Mm. She never gave up. And she uh, put everything into what she did. You know, the day she got on the helicopter, both our kids were sick. She was not feeling good. She had been there the night before. I was, I had a show, a sold out show at the Improv in Brea. And I said, you're not feeling good. Have you, you want to maybe call? And she goes, no, it's my job. Mm. And I said, uh, okay, mm. yeah. So, you know, little decisions like that. But I, 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 you know, obviously there's regret, but I look back on, you know, that she was doing what she loved. And we want to find girls. We want to find athletes that kind of are like my wife mm-hmm. and that never give up, that, you know, bring everybody on the team up and, and, and show their, their best, even when things are tough. And that's what Christina yeah. did. Yeah. Well, where can we find you and, you know, just continue this journey with you because you're an amazing man, Matt. So thank you uh, for thank coming you. on the show. Thank you. Yeah. You can go on my Instagram, Matt Mauser on Instagram or Facebook, Matt Mauser. 
um, or follow the Tijuana Dogs or the Christina Mauser Foundation. Um, okay. And we are we're in the process. We gave three scholarships out last year. We have three girls that we helped uh, in the local area, and then we're giving out four more scholarships this year mm-hmm. uh, to help young women and athletes, athletics. So if you want to make a donation, go to the Christina Mauser Foundation.org. Amazing, amazing. And just one quick thing is there, if someone, I know so many have lost through this pandemic. Is there one thing that you could say that could maybe help somebody else and their family? Well, there's plenty of things I could say. And uh, I think, but the most important thing is to just be patient with yourself and Mm -hmm. to give yourself a wide berth to make mistakes and to heal and to cry and to grieve and to get angry if you need to. And just realize that it's a process and it's not going to get better overnight, but it does get better. Yes. And you are a prime example of that. And I did want to say um, thank you to America's Got Talent to providing the clip of you. And they have season 17 coming up and it's Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on NBC. So it's a great show. America's Got Talent. And incredible that you were on the show. I actually went to one of the shows once live and it was a lot of fun. So yeah. 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 So Matt, thank you again for coming on the show and my heart goes out to you and just uh, thank you for coming on and showing your strength. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you all so much for tuning in to wake up with Marcy. What an incredible show. As always, you can go to wakeupwithmarcy.com and find out more about my guests. Don't forget about my book. Check it out at Amazon.com. That is Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. Remember, be kind to yourself and kind to others. I'll see you next weekend.